Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day, Darren Mitchell here, and welcome back to another episode of the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. So glad you can join me for another episode, and I trust you're enjoying a really productive week in sales. So in today's episode, I wanted to talk about a topic that is very dear to me, and I see this a lot play out in teams, and especially sales teams across the country, certainly in Australia, but this will be no different to around the world as well, and that is the law of the lid. Now, as you've, if you've been listening to the podcast for a little while, you'll know that I am a huge fan of John Maxwell, and John is probably one of, if not the most uh, written experts, if you like, on leadership. He's written more books, I think, on leadership than anybody else living or dead on the planet. And I think from last count, it's something like 89 or 90 books, but then there's variances of that. So when it's all said and done, I think he's written over 100 publications on leadership. So, uh, And everything that he talks about has so much gold within them. Now, one of the best books I think he's written uh, that I really enjoy to read over and over and over again is his book called The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. And in it, he talks about, guess what, 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. And one of the key ones, in fact, law number one he talks about is this law of the lid. And it's really, when you think about it, it's really vital to our ability to lead, to effectively lead, to unleash not only our potential, to really extract our maximum potential, but also especially being able to unleash the potential of our team. Now, often as leaders, and and think about this, I've done this myself, and I, I see countless leaders doing this as well. Often as leaders, we tend to put a lid on ourselves. Now, this is through either the the self-talk we've got, the belief we've got in terms of maybe our limiting beliefs that we might have based on a number of different factors. It may well be the values that we hold dear to us that might be holding us back. It could be the people that we end up surrounding ourselves with that may not necessarily be giving us uh, all of the advice or the best guidance that we we believe well we sh- we should have, and hence we start believing some information that may not necessarily be true, and then we start uh, operating in an environment or we create an environment that is not necessarily conducive to success. So when you think about this and when you really analyze it, we are only limited by the limits that we place upon ourselves. Now other people talk about the fact that hey we're only limited by our imagination, and that that is actually true. But the problem is that a lot of people actually have this vivid imagination, but they don't do anything about it. And so there's these limits that we place upon ourselves, such as don't think I'm good enough, or I could not possibly do this, or I've only been able to you know, achieve this amount in the last you know, five years. There's no way I can now ex- achieve Y amount in the next two years. This, this cannot possibly be true. But it actually is true if you believe it to be true. So the key message out of today's podcast, if you can take this away, that, hey, we are only limited by our own imagination and we have to be very, very conscious of the lid that we are placing on ourselves and therefore the lid that we are potentially placing on our team. Now, when it comes to leadership, and this is something that John talks about a lot in his book, when it comes to leadership, we place a lid on our leadership, which therefore determines our effectiveness in leading our team. Now, if you think about a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being not so great, 10 being fantastic, if we're rated as an 8 or a 9 uh, around leadership, and that's that's our rating for, for being a good leader, 
then our effectiveness as a leader can no, can, cannot possibly be any higher than, say, one level below that. And when it comes to then having your team perform in, a, in an environment around effectiveness and doing the things they need to do to get the results, they will also be limited by the number that you've placed upon yourself, now either consciously or unconsciously. Now, we need to remember that as a leader, our team is and always will be a reflection of us. So often, when I come in and work with a sales team and the sales leader says, oh, I'll help my sales team get better, I've really got to start with the sales leader because we know that that is the reflection that the, the sales team is seeing in the leader, the leader seeing in the sales team. So therefore, any work that has to be done around improving the sales team has to start 100% of the time with the sales leader. So we need to be really conscious of this and be conscious of the lid that we are placing upon ourselves. Now, I remember reading a number of years ago about a, I think it was a scientific study where some scientists were working with some fleas and they were seeing how can fleas uh, behave? Could they? We could we change their behavior and could we adjust their behavior based on the environmental factors that we place upon them, i.e., can we place a lid on their capability? And what was really interesting is they started getting fleas into a jar and they placed a lid on the top of the jar and fleas would continue to jump. And when they jumped, they'd hit, the, hit their heads, if you like, on the top of the jar. And over a period of time, they would be conditioned to only stay within the confounds of that jar. And so when the scientists then took the lid off the jar, what they noticed and what they found was the, the fleas would not jump out of the jar. They would only jump to the level where that lid was. And hence, they had been conditioned to be in an environment where there was limitations placed upon them. Hence, the law of the lid was playing out. Now, in his book, John Maxwell talks about, as a demonstration of the, of the law of the lid around leadership, a very famous example. And you'll know the names of these people, certainly the surname when I give you the surname. But back in 1937, a couple of brothers by the name of Dick and Morris, they opened a very small restaurant in America. can't remember where it was, but uh, it, was a, it was a drive-in restaurant that they converted. And what they found, because at the time, uh, restaurants in America were booming, and particularly driveway service was booming as well. So by 1940, annual sales were around 200,000 bucks. Now in 1948, what they did is they, they were very good at uh, looking at cost reduction being driving efficiencies. So they developed a system that they called the speedy service system, which essentially was an assembly line for food production. And so they actually, with this one restaurant, they turned it into a business that was thriving. And by the 1950s, were earning something like three hundred and fifty to four hundred thousand dollars per year in revenue. So back then, that was a bucket load of money, which was which was a really successful business. And so what they thought is there's there's more opportunity here. So they thought this this would be a great system that we could actually franchise because back then franchising was huge in the United States and had been around for twenty or thirty years. And so they started to franchise this idea. But what it was, it was a dismal failure. And the reason for it is they were very good technicians. They were fantastic at running one restaurant, but when it came to operating a multinational, potentially a multinational organization, they didn't have the thinking. They were, only, they were limited by their own leadership capabilities and therefore the thinking prevented them from making this a nationwide enterprise. They were really, really good, efficient managers, but they weren't considered leaders. And then they hooked up with, they met a guy called Ray Kroc. And Ray Kroc, if you know the story of McDonald's, you know that I'm talking about the McDonald's brothers. Uh, in 1954, they hooked up with a guy called Ray Kroc, who was a leader. Now, he had, he had a grand vision because at the time, he was running a business selling milkshake makers, I think, to, to restaurants. And the McDonald's restaurant just happened to be one of his biggest customers. Now, he, he came on board and he struck up an alignment with the, with the McDonald's brothers 
to the point where he could actually buy the rights of, to franchise this and he had a vision of turning it into a huge multinational and therefore and eventually a global enterprise. And uh, along, cut a long story short, in 1961 he bought, the, uh, he bought the exclusive rights to McDonald's from the brothers for something like $2.5 million and then he proceeded to turn McDonald's into literally the behemoth that it is today. And some of these uh, numbers are, are, are frightening. So between the years of 1955 and 59, they managed to open 100 restaurants. Four years later, they were, there were 500 restaurants. And if you look at it today, uh, there's something like 33, 33 or 34,000 restaurants in over 119 countries. And so what it comes back to is the McDonald's brothers didn't have the vision, the leadership vision that Ray Kroc had. So they were limited by their thinking. And so they couldn't see the possibility, but Ray Kroc could. Now imagine for a second that if Ray Kroc had not have met the McDonald's brothers and had not have put his uh, literally everything on the line to put into that dream that he had, the vision that he had, and really took the lid off his own thinking, his own capability. Imagine a world today with no McDonald's. Now many of you are thinking, we're probably thinking, well, the world would be fantastic without a McDonald's, but think about the business context. If we didn't have McDonald's today, there'd be thousands, if not millions of people not necessarily employed in, in doing work. They've got fantastic customer service training. It's a fantastic system to look at. And there are many, many other businesses that have leveraged off the system that McDonald's actually has uh, and placed in other businesses to actually be really successful in those businesses as well. So from the Lord of the Lid perspective, uh, Ray Kroc literally blew the lid off the capability and hey, the world is a much better place for it. Not necessarily if you like McDonald's as the food, but if you look at purely the system, it's a fantastic story and something that we can certainly resonate with. So how does this all apply to us as sales leaders and, and why why would I want to share the law, the law of the lid with, uh, with McDonald's in there, but also the story of the fleas? Well, it's really, really simple. As leaders, we've got responsibility. We've got responsibility for everything that happens to us. We've got responsibility for everything that happens to our team. So it's really, really incumbent on us to look at, okay, are we being the very best version of ourselves? Are we bringing our every essence of possibility to the table every single day? Or are we allowing ourselves to be limited by our own thinking, our own beliefs, the people we surround ourselves with, the values that we hold, and the environment that we live in and we create so that it inhibits the ability of our team to unleash the potential that they have? And if that's the question, then we need to actually really look at, okay, how can I blow the lid of my capability? How can I blow the lid off my thinking? And one of the best ways to do that is to start surrounding yourself with people who think bigger than you. If you're the smartest person in the room right now in terms of uh, the people you surround yourself with, then guess what? You've got to find yourself a brand new room. Go and find people and align yourself with people who are better than you, who are more successful than you, who are bigger than you, have bigger networks than you, and leverage of them. Learn how they do that. Learn how they think because that will help you blow the lid off your capabilities in terms of unleashing potential that you know is there, but you haven't necessarily given yourself credit for knowing that it's there. And just think about this, the gift that you can give to your team in terms of taking the lid off your capability, unleashing your potential, and what sort of opportunity do you then create? What sort of platform do you now create for your team to develop and get better? And if you think about this, where are you going to be in 12 months' time if you started to put some changes in right now, and when I say changes, it's just the small incremental changes. It's the day-by-day -day improvements that you're making that have the capacity to take the lid off and really unleash that potential. 
So I trust that message hits the mark today. It's something that, uh, hey, it's just something I thought about this morning on a walk and uh, a number of podcasts I've been listening to, it really, really came to home in terms of the importance of you know being, being aware of the limits that we potentially place on ourselves and looking at how we can remove those limits. So if you'd like some help removing uh, or lifting the lid on your potential, uh, blowing the lid off and uh, enhancing, therefore, your ability to take your leadership to the exceptional sales level, then let's get on a call and have a conversation about working together. Uh, just jump on to leadwithdarren.com, pick a time that suits, and I'll give you a call. Uh, if you're in Australia, we'll probably do either a phone call or a Zoom call, but certainly international will do a Zoom call. So I look forward to having that conversation. And a quick reminder as well, as you haven't yet connected with me on LinkedIn, please send me a connection request, and I will be sure to connect with you. So key message for today, be aware of the law of the lid. Be aware of you are only limited by the limits that you place upon yourself and therefore we are only limited by our own imagination and what our capabilities are that we believe we are capable of. So have a fantastic and highly productive day and I look forward to speaking with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.